0: Hi, friends, welcome to a brand new edition of the Brenton On Tour podcast. Uh, we're going to call this the Corona Cast because it's just me this week. My co host Mercedes is up in a very shut down Whistler, BC, uh, getting ready to shut herself inside for multiple, multiple days. As it appears, Whistler has now shut down up there. I have been shut down in my home for four days since returning from the UK and Europe. Uh, Also had to go to get the COVID uh, coronavirus test because I wasn't feeling so hot. Um, I wanted to walk uh, through that process a little bit for anyone listening that uh, might have some of the symptoms or if they have any questions as to what that process is like. I am currently overlooking a mountain right now. I decided to get in the car and isolate myself in my car, still away from my family. They are isolating themselves uh, away from me as much as they can, so they have uh, driven off to the beach uh, to sit and look at the ocean while I go and look at the mountains. Um, I am over in beautiful uh, Maple Ridge, BC area right now, just kind of uh, peering out at uh, this amazing space that we live in, so it's very therapeutic. Uh, The weather was about 15 degrees today, so uh, not a bad way to be outside. I wanted to put together a quick little podcast on what I've been going through since I got back. Now, keeping in mind, I'm not really going through anything dramatic. I just, um, I had been in Europe for six weeks on tour, as most of you know, uh, but I had come back and I wasn't feeling so hot when I got home. In fact, I was feeling very much all four symptoms that were originally up for the test. So I had a the raging headache, I had a shortness of breath, and my chest was tight, my throat was sore, I had a runny nose, I had all of it. So when it hit me on the Friday, I I, I uh, isolated myself right away. Obviously, that was supposed to be the, the plan anyways, if you'd been to any of these countries uh, around the world, of which case I had been to almost all of them okay. in Europe. Uh, I'm supposed to isolate for 14 days, of which uh, I started on Friday night. And and uh, tried to get creative and write a bit, and and welcome to uh, being isolated. I'd never been isolated before, so it was definitely an eye-opening experience for me. So one of the things that uh, I wanted to find out was how fast I could get a test. I, I messaged a doctor friend of mine who recommended I go all the way down to downtown Vancouver into the primary care facility, and I wanted to look into some options out out in the burbs where I lived and was able to um, find a local emergency department through the help of a friend of mine. And uh, I basically called them ahead of time, and they said, come on in, but you got to wear the mask and the gloves. So I went in, and I showed up and gave them all the symptoms. It was almost like I had um, uh, hit some kind of jackpot in the hospital because the look I got from the nurse was quite something. Uh, who checked me in uh, to the point where it was like, you know, when someone looks at you and they're kind of like, "Oh, right, okay, so, right, you maybe should go sit over there. Uh, maybe not sit. Uh, maybe you should go over. I we don't know what to do with you. It was one of those kind of things. It wasn't dramatic by any means, but it was like you're getting tested." So I had to go sit down, it was about two hours, I sat down uh, waiting, uh, standard emergency stuff in Canada, but free nonetheless. That's all right. I had Michael Keaton's The Founder on Download on Netflix, and I just kind of chilled out and waited my turn. Five of us were called, um, and we got pulled into this secondary area called the Clean Zone, uh, where there was an RN there, all decked out in like a basic hazmat suit, basically. And she would run through and ask you a uh, kind of reminder of all the symptoms that you had and where you'd been. And there was, you know, I said, five of us. So they'd started at the top. I was like the last person that they talked to. And it was clear that the four people in front of me weren't really carrying the symptoms per se that I was, or perhaps they shouldn't have been there. Maybe they were, you know, they were being pre- uh, cautious uh, and uh, taking the precautions. So that part's fine, but... I figured by the third person that was asking for sleeping pills and a doctor's note that, yeah, it was a little bit ridiculous and that they weren't really there for the same purpose that I was there for. So the issue was basically, how are we going to do this? Um, She basically started asking me where I had been, and I followed that up with everywhere, and she wanted me to be specific, so I started telling her all the countries and asked me what kind of symptoms I had and all the deaf you know, the, the things that I was going through and I told her about those and she was like, okay was kind of basically started shouting those out to a secondary RN located outside of the clean zone. So there was one inside the clean zone, one outside the clean zone. And you couldn't leave. You had to stay there with everybody else, which was weird because if I actually have it or any of them had it, there was no actual protection of us. But I am learning that, you know, it's stored up in your sinuses and it's mostly through a cough or dirty hands or a drip. So my chances of catching it off them individually, unless they're coughing on me or whatever, seem to be like it could have been uh, low and vice versa with them catching it off me if I was lucky enough to have it. She got to me. She started rhyming off all the different things, or I started rhyming off all the things. She does a temperature test. uh, They take my blood pressure. And then she yells it all out. And then basically the second RN just yells from the other room, swab them. And I was the only one that got swabbed out of the five people. So that was interesting to kind of see that come to fruition because everyone had waited around for two, three hours, and yet I was the only one lucky enough to get something jammed up my nose Uh, she was very very gentle and polite about it but it still went quite far up my nose like in a q-tip form where she had to go up and basically said if i'm gonna have it it's gonna live up in my sinuses so she grabbed it and you know put it in a tube and shipped it off i had to wait about another 30 minutes for a doctor to come in doctor asked all the same questions to everybody then asked me the question again But when it became apparent that I was the only one that was swabbed, he had spent a little bit extra time with me on blood pressure, uh, listening to my chest and things like that. Told me to go home and they would call me if I had won the prize. Uh, And that's the only way you're going to find out is uh, they give you a number, but they don't want you to call. So I have to kind of stand by and wait for them to call me to tell me whether I have it or not. So it's a bit nerve wracking. Uh, I don't feel you know i, I wasn't i am on day 4 right now where i'm actually re- talking to you right now it's more um I, this is the best of the days like this is where i feel um uh, my lungs feel fine my, my i didn't really wake up with a sore throat today so if it's just a common cold then i'm getting over the cold and and then i'm just on a regular isolation because i was in the countries but um it certainly is a bit nerve-wracking not knowing what's going on and so I basically had um, been isolated for the four days. I've been kind of chilling out and uh, just kind of, um, you know, my kids have been stayed away from me. Um, my wife's stayed away from me. Everyone's kind of stayed away from me. Uh, they've been basically, uh, I, I don't want to, they're supposed to stay within two arm lengths away. So that part was uh, mandatory that I had them do that. I know it's been confusing for the kids because I've been away for six weeks and they're not even allowed to touch me or come near me which is the best for them anyways Uh, my daughter's been cooking which is really really awesome Uh, there is um, you know lots of stuff on TV obviously with politics and all the things that are going on uh, around the world right now the world's kind of on uh, notice as to how they're going to get through a lot of this stuff there's a lot of government aid coming uh, and a lot of questions still to be answered schools in British Columbia just closed today Whistler closed yesterday Uh, So there's, you know, the world is shutting down, and rightfully so. The world needs to shut down, and people need to to self-distance themselves from people. And um, if you're lucky enough to live where I do, which is surrounded by mountains and ocean, you're never more than an hour away from something cool. And uh, I, I don't know the professional advice on it. Everyone's telling everyone to stay home. Sure. Um... I'm going the other way and saying, listen, if you got a mountain around you, you got an ocean and you want to go check it out, um, stay away from people. But perhaps um, you should go, you know, get out and breathe some of this amazing air. uh, And uh, if that's the only way you can be with your family, uh, you should go ahead and do it. So that's kind of where it's at for me. I've just been kind of uh, um, poking around a little bit. uh, seeing what's next for me uh, as I wait for the results as I said if I if I test negative for it uh, there is a chance that uh, that I still have to stay isolated for at least another 10 days or at least quarantine but I think uh, at least some things will uh, will ease up a little bit uh, perhaps I can I can uh, go sit on my back porch or, or something like that uh, and make things a little bit easier or um, I don't know. Go for a, a you know a walk in the park and at least follow the kids instead of you know still not touching them, but at least being out with them. So we'll see how it goes. Um, if you have any questions that you Need answered on the process, or you have someone going through it, you can uh, email me at Brent at com, or reach out to me on Instagram at BrentonOnTour Podcast or on Twitter at BrentonOnTour. You can get me through all that stuff, and uh, I'll try to answer any questions about the process of what I went through. I know uh, today, uh, today is Tuesday, um, the 17th. It is St. Patty's Day. They had um, changed some regulations as to what their um, what their, uh, regulations for testing was going to be. And I believe that they're looking for more respiratory based issues. So if people with some heavy respiratory issues or anything like that. Um, I think that they're looking at uh, doing, you know, something with that. I think they're looking at trying to, um, you know, have people come in and get tested for only that. So, that could be an actual thing. I, I don't know the rule. I don't know, you know, the official on it. You'll have to check your government documents. But overall, the process was pretty painless for me. And uh, I uh, I for sure uh, feel, you know, smarter for it. And uh, I'm happy that uh, I was able to, um, to at least go and get it done when so many people uh, are still waiting. So at least I'll be in the queue to find out if this is a thing or not. So... Anyway, so we're going to take a break on the Travel Cast for a couple of weeks as the world settles a little bit. Um, I just wanted to give you a bit of a, uh, a heads up on what I was going through from the Corona side of things. Uh, tune in to uh, DeanBlundell.com. I'm blogging about it over there. There's some, you know, about three uh, different blogs about my journey, and uh, the last one I did was about my daughter taking care of me and uh, my wife's been taking care of me and bringing me food and just making sure that I'm not going insane. So it's been a blast uh, to write about that over at DeanBondell.com. We're also going to be live almost every morning on Sportcaster and our new partnership over there uh, with full uh, press coverage as well. So it's been an exciting couple of days, at least on that front. And the Brenton On Tour podcast uh, continues on with my co-host Mercedes Nickel down the road. Uh, She's going to check in because she's been traveling a little bit. But I'm going to let her get settled uh, and figure out what her new world's looking like up in Whistler now that it's closed. And then we'll get back to the travel cast in a couple of weeks. Um, but until then, my friends, be safe. Social distancing. Stay away from everybody. Be smart. Uh, but, you know, don't stop living. Get out. And uh, if you live in a beautiful place, get out and go and explore it and love it. And until next time, we'll keep you posted. Brenton on Tour Podcast. Live. From beautiful British Columbia. Take care. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co host, Dave Vail. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at TheAllyMars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.